Jack and Cam. Whoa! Hello, ladies and gentlemen, Jacked and Canned, NFL episode number tres, number three, for those of you that don't understand Espanol or Spanish. We are with the one and only Mr. Colbs. He had another positive week for picks three and two, nine and seven. I like nine and seven a lot because I'm thinking Dallas Cowboys are going to take the division nine and seven, baby. Nine and seven. He's the winning champion, the number one. He's the title holder. He has the belt. Coles, what do you got to add in here, man? You got to come in. Tell me you're fired up. It's wedding day. It's freaking wedding day. It's wedding day, John. So me and John are going to a wedding today. Today is Friday. And yes, for last week, for the picks I gave you guys, we went three and two. And that brings us to a total of seven and eight this year so far, just because week one went so terribly. But we're about to catch back to even because I got a feeling that we're going to make our way back right now. But first, we're going to dive into John. You've got something. Colbs, I know before you jump into it, I just want to share this real quick. Just a little quick little fantasy recap for me. (laughs) <laughs> and and Colby knows about this. It was very disappointing. I needed Julian Edelman. I needed everybody to kind of come through for me. I lost again in fantasy. Colbs Edelman's on the bench for me, and I got big Preston in the starting lineup. Ryan uh, Fitzpatrick uh. going against your Seattle Seahawks, who have the worst defense. They've let up the most passing yards in all of the NFL. Now that is going to get you fired up. <laughs> No, I'm going to tell you, I wouldn't call them the worst defense, but they are currently the worst passing defense in the NFL, and it is not even close. They are terrible at defending the pass. They can't get a pass rush, and the secondary now is all hurt. <laughs> like, come on, man. You got to do something other than put it all on Russell Wilson. So all I'm going to say is Fitz magic. I want you to channel in, channel all that magic that you got, and just pump it all out all over the Seattle Seahawks. Let's freaking go. Let's do it. Let's get big pressed in a couple touchdown passes. Kolbs, time for me to sip on some coffee, dude. Take it away. All right. Well, well, John's sipping on a coffee. He doesn't realize it's wedding day. I'm sipping on a beer because it's wedding day. We're going to a wedding. I'm pumped. It's a Friday. It's 11 a.m. I'm ready to go, baby. We're going to talk about... The week uh, after week three, what the power rankings are. So at number 10, I've got the New England Patriots. Actually slid up a pretty good bit here from 13 that I had him last week. Reason being is that I can tell that this is a legitimately sustainable team. The defense has been good. We know the defense is good. But additionally, Cam Newton in this offense is looking really nice. And although I have a feeling that the way that they're using him is going to get him hurt because he cannot run as much as he's running, I still think that until that happens, I have to consider the New England Patriots a top 10 team in this league. And they're a little bit surprising to me. I didn't see the flow going this well. At number nine, we've got the Tennessee. Hey, Colbs, is the Patriots taking down the Chiefs? No. At at number nine, we've got the Tennessee Titans. They've just looked solid. They're still undefeated. I don't feel great that they're going to be able to sustain kind of how they've looked. They've also had somewhat of a generous schedule thus far. When they play some of the better teams, they're going to have some L's. 
But in the meantime, they're in a division where it looks like they are the clear cut favorites at this point. And I just got a I don't even want to say that I got a feeling Tennessee just looks like the better team in that division. So Tennessee at number nine at number eight, we got the L.A. Rams. Now, they dropped the game last week, but the Rams have looked like one of the better offenses there have been. And they've also on top of that, their loss came to Buffalo, who's looked very, very, very good. I don't know if you know this, and actually we'll get to this in a bit, so I'm not even going to ruin the stat that I got for you here, but I got the Rams at number eight. Number seven, we got the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, Pittsburgh, yeah, and you know I hate putting them here because you know that I hate them, but I got the Pittsburgh Steelers at seven. It looks like they're coming back pretty well. We know that they have a very good roster because they actually almost made the playoffs last year, even with a guy named Doc as their quarterback. So now with Big Ben back in there, as much as I hate him, they have a legitimate shot at not maybe winning the division because it's really going to be tough to beat out Baltimore. Yet, at the same time, this is definitely a wild card kind of playoff team. Hey, Colbs, before you jump into the next team, um, I know the Steelers are one of the teams here that just got delayed because of COVID. Uh, Man, that freaking sucks. So they automatically got a bye week. Um, The reason why I bring it up, and I knew about it, is of course is because of fantasy, right? And James Conner is my running back. Well, and now John, I got to start Lamarco Murray. Well, they're planning on delaying the game, not necessarily as a bye week, but they're looking to do it on Monday or Tuesday. So I don't know how that's going to affect fantasy oh, games. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought they were kicking it back. Okay, nope they're they're looking to do it early next week because they are opening the facilities tomorrow for Tennessee. Now we're going to move on to number six. Buffalo Bills, and here's the stat for you. They're the only team right now that is top five in offense and defense in the NFL. Josh Allen, what the hell just happened? One of the most inaccurate quarterbacks that there's been in the league that just kind of has a little bit of that it factor. He's all of a sudden out here just bombing the ball wherever he feels like bombing the ball, and it's working. Guy keeps just massively slaughtering defenses. I, (laughs) I didn't see this coming at all. How is Buffalo doing this? I don't have an answer. But what I do know is that Buffalo is one of the better teams in this league, and they're proving it week in, week out. They're going to be better than where I predicted them winning the division in 9-7. and seven. They're a better team than that. This looks like an 11-5, and five, potentially even 12-4 and four team. I think I led you guys wrong as far as what Buffalo is going to be. Now, number five, we got San Francisco. And before anybody jumps on me and tells me, well, Colby, you know, they don't look as good as they did last year before anybody gets there. San Francisco won a game yesterday and granted or yesterday, last week, they beat the Jets. So obviously that was going to (laughs) happen, but they won, I believe it was 36 to seven and it was without their starting quarterback, without their starting running back, without their backup running back without their starting tight end. I believe they were missing somebody on the offensive line. They were missing people all over that offense, and they were still able to put up 36. We're talking Nick Mullins was out there, who is not known as this illustrious quarterback. So as far as I'm concerned, San Francisco is still a top five team in the NFL, and when they get all their guys back, they're just going to look better. I know they've lost a game. They're still a top-tier team. Number four, John, we got the Baltimore Ravens. 
the Ravens have been very, very good and have looked like Heck a yeah. team in football, except that there's one other team that looked better and they played against them. Now, as far as power rankings go, I like to give a little bit of shift due to the fact of undefeateds versus a team with a loss. So I, I wanted to make sure that I did have a couple undefeated teams here above Baltimore at number four. But Baltimore is looking great on both sides of the ball. Lamar Jackson's going to absolutely be having a dominant year. The running game's phenomenal there. Their defense is very good. Baltimore's a top-tier team, and they are absolutely somebody that has a chance at winning it this year. At number three, John, the Seattle Seahawks. Oh, boo, boo, boo. <laughs> so again, I will say it every single week. The lack of pass rush is the reason we are not going to win a Super Bowl. And that is literally it. Because if we had a pass rush, the secondary would look a lot better. I know that we're giving up a lot of yards through the air, but that's because we're not generating pressure on a quarterback. In the meantime, Seattle's offense has been phenomenal and Oh my God, Russell Wilson. John, take a peek here just because he happens to be sitting next to me. Russell Wilson here is having the best season Whoa. of all time. Yeah, I bought that. Hang package. on, hold it up. We're going to screenshot it so then uh, okay. when we post this up on Facebook, boom. That way everybody can see. Yeah, that's a pretty looking <laughs> Russell Wilson. Oh, yeah, it's a good Russell that's a Wilson. Good, that's a good stick arm. Now, he, um, he's been playing at MVP level. He's actually on pace, John, right now to score 75 passing touchdowns this year, which would shatter the record. Do I think he's going to do that? No, I don't. But I'm enjoying the ride. I'm enjoying the ride. <laughs> you can't stop me there. <laughs> at number two, John, we got the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers is on this tear right now of they drafted a quarterback and he's so pissed off that it's going kind of the opposite way where he's being angry at the organization by winning every game. And I think he's just going to keep doing it. I don't see any reason that he won't. I, I mean, it's, Aaron Rodgers is pissed. I don't know what else to tell you. I, I, that's the best description I have of how the Packers are doing this year. Aaron Rodgers yeah. is pissed. And this roster is pretty good, especially on defense. Offensively, he needs more weapons, but well, maybe, maybe he doesn't. I don't know. Now, number one, John. Hang on, Colps. Let's give a little teaser. Bing, bing, boom, boom. Bing, bing, bing. Number one pick of the week is <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs. So I don't think this is. A oh my to god! Really? I thought you were going to say Miami Dolphins. Come on, uh, Dolphins. I got a twenty-six. So Kansas City is number one. Clear reasons why. We got Patrick Mahomes out there just being Patrick Mahomes, and that's all Patrick Mahomes ever has to be is himself. Heck yeah. He's better than your quarterback. I don't care who your quarterback is. Patrick Mahomes is better. The way he throws the ball is unlike anything I've ever seen. The closest I think I have seen to it is Dan Marino, potentially even like an Aaron Rodgers uh, a few years back. But he's smarter with it. He's more creative. I know that people see all the the showy stuff and they're like, whoa, did you see that? Nobody could do that. Well, I'm not going to say that nobody could, but nobody does. <laughs> this guy's doing things that nobody does do. And I, I think that's just what separates True. him from other quarterbacks. On top of it, this new kid that's running the ball for him, what is it, Edwards Hilaire? It, it, yeah. he, he is one of the best running backs in the league already. Like, what, what the hell is that? 
How did they get that much better in the run game? The one spot that they couldn't do anything last year is all of a sudden also one of the better ones in the league. This team's going to be damn near impossible to beat. They showed it to you by the way they handled Baltimore. And uh, Kansas City's the best team in the league. Show, show me I'm wrong. Go ahead. Talk to me at the end of the season. Well, I'm not going to say anything that, well, not yet. I will at the end of the year. So, <laughs> Coles taking a little breaky poo. It's okay, Coles. We can just cut out this portion. Uh, we had to wet the whistle. All right. So, we're going to dive in here to the picks from All last right, We week. might leave it in. Yeah. We might leave it in. What's no, up, okay. listener? That's we're okay. leaving that in. Yeah, this is fun. We're having a good time. It's wedding day, baby. We can do whatever the hell we want. I can come out here right now and just pull my penis out for you. <laughs> XFL is back. <laughs> XFL is back. XFL is back. I love how you go, yeah, pull the penis out. And then I'm like, XFL is back. The mascot of the XFL, Cove Pain. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going to talk about the five picks from last week real quick. So first, I gave you Houston plus four at Pittsburgh. They lost by seven. So we gave you a loss. Houston did do what I thought they'd do by trying to win, um, but they didn't They didn't actually do the winning thing. And uh, they were close. They were close, and it was a good game. I'm not going to break it down too much for you because we got to get into this week's picks. But we gave you Houston. They didn't pull it off. San Fran, we had minus four at the Giants. Giants are terrible. That was actually the reasoning I gave you. The Giants are bad. The Niners are good. That's why they're going to cover. Niners covered. The We had the Colts minus 11 at home against the Jets. Again, we pretty much told you the Jets are the worst team in the league. Take the Colts. Colts won. That one was easy. We had Arizona minus five and a half uh, with Detroit coming to town. Detroit actually pulled off the upset here, and I do think that uh, it, we're going to see these kind of games from Kyler Murray. I actually talked about this on the Pigskin Nut podcast I went on. He's a young quarterback. He's going to have mistakes. He's going to have games where he just comes out and lays an egg. It's going to happen. But it doesn't mean that he's a bad quarterback. It's just going to be hard to pick them because we don't know where the erratic behavior is going to come from this year. So that put us at two and two. And then I gave you guys Green Bay plus three at New Orleans. Green Bay took the game. And that's what I told you was going to happen. We had pissed off Aaron Rodgers coming to New Orleans. He knew it was a big game. He went and showed up and won that thing. Now, that put us at three and two for the week. Again, seven and eight for the season, just because I did so bad week one. So we're going to get it back this week. And here's where we start. I know this is almost cheating, but we're also the show that can wallow in this. The game happened last night, but I did have it picked. I had it picked already. We just hadn't recorded this. And in my Pick'em League, we had this. Go ahead, John. You got something. It's all good, man. It's all good because guess what? It's wedding day. We do what we want <laughs> at Jack and Cam. Back to the future. It's wedding day. <laughs> all right. So I'm giving you uh, Denver minus one and a half at the Jets. We went ahead and took Denver here because the Jets are the worst team in football is currently constituted. Uh, One thing that I will tell you that I did not expect from this game was somehow this game was high scoring. How the hell did these two teams put up points? We're talking about a third string quarterback and an anemic offense. How did this happen? I don't know. But what I do know is we had Denver minus one and a half and we got it. So we are already one and oh going into this week. So we are going to give you now the other four picks here. 
I've got New Orleans coming in minus four and a half at Detroit. I feel like now New Orleans being that they're one and two, they're going to come in there a little bit pissed off. Detroit's coming off a win. Detroit's not a good team. Oftentimes when a good team loses and a bad team wins, if they meet each other the next week, it's going the good team's way. I got New Orleans winning this one by a couple of scores. I don't think four and a half is even a fair line. Now, we've got Baltimore minus 14 at Washington. And you know I don't like big spreads. But Washington is trash. Baltimore is great. Baltimore lost on national television last week. They're coming in here fired up. They're pissed off. They're ready to go. And then on the other side of the field, there's the Reds. Oh, that's right. The football team. I apologize. I think I was calling them the Redskins there for a minute. They're going against a team called the football team. So we clearly know how creative they are. So we're going to see a slaughtering here. I think that we're looking at something along the lines of about 38 to 6. So be looking out for that particular score. Now, in fourth game here that we got, we've got San Francisco minus seven with Philly coming to town. I don't love this game, but it is in my top five for the week. This is another week that was hard to pick because a lot of these spreads are big. There's not a lot of three-point spreads here. There's a lot of sixes and sevens and thirteens, and there's stuff that makes you a little uneasy as a better. But I think that one of the more comfortable ones that I got is that Philly's crumbling, and I got a feeling they're going to be one of these teams that really comes out here and uh, probably puts up like a six and ten, five and eleven kind of year. One of those five or six wins isn't going to be against San Francisco. San Francisco is significantly better, and I got San Francisco winning this one by about uh, 10, 14 points, somewhere in that range. Now we've got Atlanta going to Green Bay, Green Bay minus seven. I've got Atlanta, and not to win the game, but to cover that spread. Atlanta is, they've had no problem putting up points, and I think they're going to continue to do so against Green Bay. Green Bay is the better team, and I do think ultimately Green Bay wins, and I also think Atlanta's beginning to crumble, but I do think you're going to still see points put up because Matt Ryan doesn't, he's not crumbling. (laughs) He's not going to go out there and just start throwing picks and throwing the ball away and doing all sorts of stuff that he doesn't need to do. He's going to go out there and play. Calvin Ridley's going to go out there and play. Julio Jones is going to go out there and play. You know who's not going to play? Dan Quinn and the coaching staff there because they're garbage. Sorry, Dan Quinn. I know that you were on a Super Bowl team of mine as a defensive coach, but you've been garbage in Atlanta, buddy. John, that's our picks for the week. We got Denver, New Orleans, Baltimore, San Fran, and Atlanta. Woo! I like it, man. Wedding day. I like it, dude. Wedding day. Wedding day. We're right there at the 20-minute mark just about, and all I got to say, dude, XFL is back 2022. Colbs is going to be the biggest XFL fan with me. New York Guardians, what's up? MetLife Stadium, we're going to be tailgating. Check us out. I'm calling it now. Quick shout out. Just want to make sure that I point out to the audience that my first piece for Pigskin Nut is officially out there. So check out pigskinnut.com and check out the Let Russ Cook article that I wrote. It's uh, about letting Russ cook and the cautionary tale of what that might include. Ooh. Also, if you're wondering, wedding day, congratulations, Matt and Alex. Wedding day!
Boom. Gotta throw that out there Wedding for a This was Jacked and Canned. Tune in to new episodes on iTunes and check out what the boys are getting themselves into on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Jacked and Canned. Presented by No One.